0: Hello! Hello! Hello. Welcome back. Yes, welcome to another episode of... Episode 5. Episode 5 of Short Films Big Questions. Short Films Big Questions. With Young Kings and my life. Uh, So today we're talking about cinematography. Uh, Specifically the question, what should I look for in a cinematographer? And what kind of relationship should we have? Uh, This I found particularly tricky. I found... You found in the past, as in? Yeah, I just think it's just a difficult one to know what works for you like how mm. to balance that how to come up with the shots uh, i know we've talked about this quite a lot in terms yeah. of how to approach the cinematographer with your ideas and how much feedback to get from them and improve. so how did you i guess a good way of doing this would be how did you approach the cinematographer you worked on the next one your last film sure with well yeah so that was Petros so with Petros um, I worked on my first he worked my first short film Newbie so Mm. and I met him via a short film that I acted in and I thought the visuals were really strong and uh, so I just reached out to him and uh, yeah he, he agreed to to do Newbie and then because of that connection I ended up bringing him on for the next one uh-huh.
1: but for the next one you were also talking to another cinematographer yeah, for a while right. right Yeah. So, and y- why why did you talk to that other cinematographer for the next one
0: so for that one yeah I, I think I just wanted to try something new so I'd already you know really liked Petros uh, really out the way it works but uh, you know I, th- I felt like I could go in a new direction and my friend Hansel who you know suggested him to me i reached out to him he seemed to like the script enough we had a lot of conversations but then covid happened and that kind of screwed us over and then so i was in the process of rearranging it with him but he was in a situation where he felt like he couldn't commit to it because he'd had to move home from london to southampton and uh you you know it was just carnage for him really so he didn't feel like he could do that so as a consequence i reached out to petros again he was keen to to get involved in it, mm. yeah. but he was, to be fair like useful in the run up to that, like he he had come up with some some ideas but i, I still don 't think I quite gave that if I'm honest, uh, in that i 'm honest in pre production that relation i don 't think i I did a very good job with with that kind of collaboration at the start because I remember actually saying to Dan um, I said like I don't Dan know. is the yeah, cinematographer yeah, of so work I hope this isn't giving too much information away I don't think so but I was just like oh yeah listen I'm really inexperienced so if I'm doing something wrong just tell me like you know and mm. you know well, how would you like to do this how would you like to do this yeah. and, like you know let's, let's do that how, how, how would you do it differently
1: now how, what should a director who's making their second short film, for example, Damn. how should they, not how should they get in contact with the cinematographer, but how should they approach that relationship? So, like, the first meeting, how uh, should they approach that first
0: meeting with the cinematographer? Yeah, I think not like that, probably. Like, you, maybe, you, you know, it's fine to say, like, I'm very inexperienced. This is the way I'd like to do things. I think because ultimately, like, if there's anything that I've learned, and I'm, this relationship I found particularly interesting, it's the you, there is no right or wrong way to do things. Mm. And then, you know, perhaps you can have like uh you know, so if you're looking for a right way, a blueprint, it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. So great. you can just say, look, this is what I was thinking and uh, how does that sound? But don't say, how would you like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like... Well, a, I think
1: you need to be, for, for me, it's like firmer in terms of like, this is what, this is how I want it to look. Yeah. ah. Uh, and these are the kind of shots I'm looking at getting. This is what the script means to me, mm-hmm. and then have a conversation from there. Because it's your idea, right? It's your the next one was your idea. You wrote it and you were directing it, so you had it in your head, right? Sure, sure. sure. So then it's their job surely to accommodate, yeah, that, right? I suppose, and then add their own ideas, add their own suppose, ideas into that.
0: I suppose it depends, doesn't it? Because you could be very open to what it is, yeah, actually, yeah. you know. But well, should we define what cinematographer, the cinematographer is? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's necessary? Master of light, cinematographer. Right. Well, yeah. Studio binder. Ah, oh, another cool. studio binder comment. So it's the crew chief that presides over the camera and light crews on a film or video production. They're involved involved throughout the entire production and liaise liaise yeah liaise liaise closely with the director to create the images you see.
1: Yeah, they're in charge of the image. They are the Image and light. So camera and lighting that's all the cinematographer's teams. So the, the cinematographer will have a camera team and a lighting team. So that's their the team. But it's, it's, visu- it's visuals, so it's, it's the camera team. Right. The cinematographer rules, their, rules the nest. Good <laughs> definition,
0: Will. So we thought we'd touch on, but only briefly, the elements of a relationship that we think works well for a director cinematographer because we went into into it quite extensively in the producer podcast previously and a lot of the components are very similar Yeah. so stuff like do you get on with them because you're spending a lot of time with them perhaps not as much as the producer but still a lot of time with them and it's a very unpleasant experience if you don't and it can be a horrible experience on set um, experience do you like what they've done before I think that's more important in this than
1: the producer actually mm. because you need to like the look of what they've done before. Like, what have they shot? Can they shoot what you want that's in your head, right? Right. Have they shot a genre piece that's the same genre as the film that, that you're going to make? So yours is a romantic short film. Romance, I guess, would be the genre. Yeah, right. So has the DP shot something similar in the yeah. past that you can see, oh, okay, they'll definitely be able to do that
0: or they'll bring a great look to, to yeah. my yeah. film. Or maybe. you're looking for the lighting, you know, kind of. Yeah. Like, maybe a horror film would be a better example because you're like, okay, they can do that spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. You know, or like sci fi thing, thing or something. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then, you know, perhaps they can still, they still have those in their wheelhouse, but it's not in their demo reel. And you can still, you contact them and, and see if they can do it as well. Yeah, But um, for sure, you are looking for those, that, you know, skill set and whether or not they've got it. But then also at the same time, is if.
1: The cinematographer. So they've got a great reel. And like you said, I guess it's just about how they've lit certain things. It's just all looking at how they've lit it. How is it lit? How is the camera moving? All this kind of stuff. Um, but the lighting, mainly. And it's if they haven't done... Say you're making a horror film, and they haven't done a horror yet they would be keen, you know, maybe to jump on board on your project. Yeah, sure. Uh, and as long as you've liked what they've done before... Yeah. Because they could be a cinematographer who's really, really, really good, kind of out of your league, but they haven't done horror. And they want to get onto a horror project to prove that they can they can
0: do horror. So that could be a really good yeah. link, you know what I mean? I suppose the most important thing then, based on what we're, what we're both saying there, and also what I've seen on the internet, is whether you like... The work so if you, yeah. you respond to it, it doesn't necessarily matter 100% as if they haven't done the same genre or they haven't got the same, you know, lighting setup as you're looking for in this, you know, specific short film or project you're doing. Uh, but it's whether or not you respond to the work, whether or not the demo reel is good, and uh, like because that means if the demo reel, if the show reel is good that they've got, that means that they've got a similar sensibility to yeah, you, yeah, right? yeah, I think uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, a little bit yeah, more important than. Than, the well,
1: I mean, for example, the guy um, Idris, who's the cinematographer of my the music video I did recently, he was the gaffer on my short film,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and essentially, I mean, it's a cinematographer who lights it, but the gaffer's the guy who's really lighting it. You know, he's like actually physically doing that, and I just I got on really, really, really well with him, and I loved how he lit my film with Benji, the cinematographer, and then I saw some of his other work. I was like, great, like, yeah okay, I'm going to work with this guy. He's just got everything that I, I need, really. Yeah. Uh, and he'd said in the car, because I was driving him to the set, um, that he wanted to do some small music videos. And I had this opportunity. I was like, I remember <laughs> him saying that. <laughs> and he, has, he had the gear and everything. And I was like,
0: okay, let's do it. So to clarify, a lot of DOPs come with equipment. So yeah. they might have a, a really high-end camera, really high-end lenses. Or they might not. Yeah, uh, how much emphasis do you place on? I think it's all about who's behind the camera, who's lighting the yeah. scene,
1: rather than specifically. Oh, I've got an Alexa Mini, or like we're going to shoot this on an mirror yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but we could shoot it on a Blackmagic 4K, you know, pocket cinema camera, light it really, really, really nicely, mm. or well, not nicely. It doesn't have to be a nice look, I guess. Yeah, um,
0: it's just it is about the, per- the person. Yeah. Don't you think? Like I yeah, I think you're right. I think I did see an article when I was researching it and it was, and it stated that it's good to consider what they are bringing to the table, so like mm. what equipment and it also said like what crew they're capable of. Bringing to the yeah, table. I guess so. And if they had, didn't have access to the equipment or the crew, then why might that be? And I thought that was an interesting way of looking at it but I think overall I agree with you because mm. you're right you know you keep you always hear at music at festival film festivals they always say it doesn't matter about the equipment and then I found that really frustrating and I heard that because I was like yeah well you can say that because you're yeah. coming from a you're sitting on a stage and you've made all these films with these really high end cameras but that's sort of right it doesn't really matter like it matters but the most important thing is the story yeah and uh, so yeah like you say if they can light it well and you could, yeah you make something amazing if, if you've got that ability like you found yeah. with Idris on the, the black magic yeah. shoot right but
1: then also at the same time the like Benji on the, the last drop brought along you know eight or nine people in his crew he right. just managed to bring along all who worked for free yeah. for and two have, days how, did you, how do you
0: broach that accuracy like do you like and so that's he brought a lot to the table yeah right? so yeah with that one I've always found that you know my experience like a little bit of an awkward question to ask like mm. What kind what of can equipment. you work for free? Yeah, and what kind of equipment can you bring, and who can
1: you bring? And yeah, people are going to bring. Well, I approached that with it was a bit simpler because it's it my art. You have one.
0: to you do have to consider what equipment they can bring because that's going to affect your budget. Mm. I mean, I think
1: it's dependent, isn't it? Because
0: so with with I can only speak from my experience
1: uh, with Benji, for example. I was like, okay, I knew he didn't have uh, a high end Alexa Mini camera. I knew he could get one for a good price, and I said this is my camera budget, what can you do with that? Um, are you keen? This is the script. And he read the script, he's like, I'm keen. Um, and I, I was like, yeah, okay, can you what can you do it with this budget for the camera? And he was like, that's great. And I just said to him, I was like, this is obviously, it's a collaboration, I can't pay you. And he was like, that's fine. Like, the fact that you're putting money towards the camera and lights is, is good enough for me.
0: Yeah. Right, okay. But in terms of, like, asking him, what can you bring? Do you
1: know what I mean? Yeah, but I, so the way I brought that up, I was like, what what should we shoot this on? Like, this is how I wanted it to look and everything. Yeah. And you've read the scripts, and this is the kind of thing. And you said, well, I think we should shoot on in an mirror." Yeah. And I think I can get an Amira and lights for the budget that you've given me.
0: And then did you say, can you get a, how many crew? Or, hey. uh,
1: I didn't. I, I said, like, who do you need? Yeah. And he said, well, I need a focus puller and I need a clapper loader.
0: And he and, th- then and he said, I'll get them.
1: And he's like, I will get them for free. Like, people right. owe me favours, because I've done them favours on projects. And he's still doing people favours back from my film, actually. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I can get a gaffer, basically. And then... And then he managed to just... I don't know, the closer we got to the film, the more people he managed to get on board somehow.
0: Right. Um, right, 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 right.
1: Which was a bit of a nightmare for him because he was having to organise his entire crew and it was like we had a different gaffer day two than we had day one. Yeah, A different spark. One different spark uh, on day one and day two as well. And yeah. a different focus puller so for he both helped... days as well. So he was having yeah. to pull in so many favours from people around that he'd worked with.
0: Yeah, and that goes to show that he is quality because yeah. like you know he had the connections people yeah, liked yeah. him you know liked him enough to work for him yeah and uh yeah and he had access to a good deal on the equipment as well so he yeah. kind of ticked all the boxes for you it sounds like yeah yeah yeah
1: and i got on with him
0: i mean there's yeah not the most not the most crucial thing the equipment but i would say that having access to a crew is really important i think that it's, that's what i'm saying is the pe-
1: people not the the equipment. Mm. Because, I mean, I could grab a, an Amira right now. Yeah. Well, I couldn't. But, you know, if I could, I don't have the people to man it. Like, I yeah. know some folks, but they're not going to do me a favour for, for a day for free. I don't know. Yeah. Where, and that's what you, know. you
0: will be doing at this le- at yeah. level. If you're, like, if you're starting out with short films, one of these short films, you're up, you're pulling favours. Like, yeah. like, that's the way it favours.
1: So, uh, something on my course they uh, they keep saying is, be very careful with your favours as well. Right. So... You know, people will work for you for free if they believe in you, the mm. project. But if the project turns out shit and you haven't really thought the story through yeah, and all you this, lose they're, gonna, they're not going to be that interested in working for a budget rate or for free.
0: Yeah. You know? Totally. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of and sense. And so I think that, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I <laughs> think that's a good way to conclude that little section. Uh, just to briefly cover. How to find a cinematographer? We're only going to touch on this because we talked a lot about this with producers, and a lot of these are, are similar kind of ways. But uh, yeah, just to briefly say, like social media. Um, if you see somebody's work, you can message them on Instagram, on Twitter, or via their email, and then you know there are platforms like the Dots or Shooting People. The Dots is a good one. Yeah, the I know Dots you're really, is a really, like, really good one. Like yeah. the Dots. Uh, you know, actually, in my research. Some people were saying rental houses were a good place.
1: Oh, and probably. I met I met some DPs at rental houses. They've yeah. shown me footage of stuff they've shot, actually. Right. Because um, so a lot of them are... You know, they're yeah, doing yeah, that yeah. so that
0: they can get better you know, versed with the equipment because they want to be a single Yes. So, you know, I've, I've never, but, I've and never then, gone through that.
1: But. Yeah, I think that's a good shout, actually. And then... But then, also, again, it can go back to... Like if you're working on a short as well, if there's a spark or a gaffer that maybe is interested that you get chatting to that is interested in being a DP you know Yeah. that could be something that you know again going back to the personal Mm -hmm. relationship that could be a great way of getting in there with someone who's just starting out yeah Um, so I think that's really good and then BAFTA crew yeah back to BAFTA crew cinematographers on BAFTA crew yeah and then also I think you're um, you've been uh, contacting loads of DPs recently yeah so do you want to talk about how you've actually got in contact with them and how that's gone
0: Uh, So, I, you know, saw all the BFI short films at the BFI Film Festival recently, and I actually did a spreadsheet of all of the the films, along with the details of of the filmmakers, and anything specific, I wrote, like, little notes about what I liked about it. So, on the cinematography that I really liked, I ended up emailing loads of cinematographers, and, uh... The, yeah, I mean, I you know, I just, and I genuinely wanted to ask them questions about how they did certain things in their productions. And then I got some, you know, good responses back. I mean, a couple of the questions I asked actually were regarding process. So that will be interesting to talk about later on, I, I can just briefly say. Because these, these people are, sure, filmmakers are at the top of their game. Because mm. they're, in, you know, one of the best festivals in the UK. So, um, but yeah, no, just just emailing these people... And I think asking a question is a really good way to start that dialogue, because you're not trying to get anything from them, you're just generally trying to learn from them. So if you ask somebody a question who's a lot higher up than you, I think that's a a really nice way of starting a dialogue.
1: uh, So I actually met a cinematographer on Lunch Club, oh yeah, which is a platform where you, it's a networking platform, but I hate that term, because it's not like that, you get matched with one person a week. Yeah. Who has similar interests to
0: you and then you have like a 45-minute call video. a good suggestion call. for just generally meeting other people. Yeah, I found it very useful. Good. Carry on. Yeah.
1: Um, but I met this guy who... Uh, luckily i didn 't research him before we chatted because I think I would have been very nervous um, who's a cinematographer who will remain nameless um, and he was very helpful to me <laughs> he actually was, he was, he was uh, cause, but I was genuinely just asking him questions because I was actually curious like how do you like to work with directors yeah like what 's the best approach? Or, like, what do you find is the most useful approach when you're working with a director? And sure. just asking him so many questions. And he sent me an email mm. afterwards saying, like, this is a refreshing attitude. Mm. You're not just trying to, you know... Get something. Get something from me. And then from that, he watched my short film, gave me feedback, how could I have done better? And all this kind of stuff. So it's just a good... Yeah. Like you say, it's, actually being curious and wanting yeah. to know more.
0: And I suppose it's not too far-fetched to maybe have that relationship develop in the future and then perhaps yeah, you'd work, maybe to, work together. work so, that kind of ties in with how do you find a cinematographer if you can just establish these relationships and then you, you hear lots of phrases like play the long game mm, in, members, yeah, like yeah. in festivals and I think you know that's something to probably take into consideration a lot of the stuff that I've got maybe not as a director but as an actor has been because I've been playing the long game so because you know I emailed them like four mm-hmm. years ago and I keep emailing them every six months and then all of a sudden I yeah. get like a little job you know so that's kind of I imagine that's the same Yes, definitely, definitely. Um,
1: but the guys that you uh, emailed and you had Zoom conversations with, right? Yeah. So you
0: watched their films on the BFI. Yeah. You found their details. I found their details, I emailed them. Yeah, one of the guys I had is, was kindly offered me a Zoom chat based off of the question, and we had a good conversation. Just to answer the question. For Just you. To answer the question. We talked about potentially doing a project. Uh, I felt like he was so great that I needed to pay him. You know, like, you know, I didn't okay. want him to work for free. And was he keen to work for free? He said that he, I mean, he said that he could, but if something else came along... Yeah, he'd have to do that, right? Yeah. So, so, yeah. I mean, I can, I can touch on what the, some of these cinematographers said when I emailed them. And I won't name any names, but this was generally the consensus. Uh, the question I asked was, do you prefer to be told a very precise and specific vision for the project or are you more inclined towards a more collaborative approach with regards to what ends up in the frame? So I asked these cinematographers this question. Um, Yeah, and the general consensus was that every director is different. Some are more laid back and some are more controlling, and the cinematographers are very flexible. And they have to be, because Mm. things are different. And they didn't really have a strong preference either way. Uh, One of them said that the most important thing is trust, and then communication and then if if they see something very differently then they need to know why the director wants to do it in a certain way otherwise they can't do their best work uh-huh, okay <laughs> they need a reason yeah they need a reason and uh so I guess it's testing you on your
1: vision as well right yeah why do you see it that way like... which is tough
0: I, I find that really tough to explain to a cinematographer like mm. works. Ex- but then isn't there a point in saying well that's just how I see it I suppose so maybe if you're David Lynch you know, yeah. you, you know, we did that masterclass. You did that too, didn't you? Did you get through Yeah, that? I did. I didn't get through all of it. Okay, I got through it all. But it sounded like David Lynch is quite a... He has a vision. Yeah. And he has an idea. And you stick to that idea. And he doesn't explain it. It's almost like a creative...
1: Yeah. Impulse. But then, I, th- I feel like you should come to them with, like, this is how I see it, right? Mm-hmm. But be open to collaboration yeah of like okay I get that you see it like this that's what if we tried this that might not be drastically different it might just be like a riff on what you've said to them but I think it is really important that you come with an idea right yeah you need to come with like I I see this in my
0: head like this right yeah I mean in my the short films I've done I've come with a very strong idea yeah I'm quite keen for my next one just to not come with a strong Or have have ideas but to say just Let's try a different approach. I yeah. want to know, I want to discuss I want to discuss what the thing means, what we want the audience mm. to feel uh, and then come at it together. That's kind of what I said. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, that might fail. Obviously. I don't
1: think so. I think that's a good way of doing but it I'm, as well. I, I'm curious to but, but I feel like you need to have a... I kind of want them them to feel this, how do we get to that point the most, like how do we get there in the most effective way, Mm. right? On the music video I did, it was like, we had a concept we worked on together, actually, myself, the DP and the artist. Um, And then I took the concept and I wrote it out uh, and made my own thing of it. And then I came up with a kind of shot list. And then I went through the shot list with the DP, and we talked through each shot and why right. we were using that shot and what it was meant to do. Right, and to that was make...
0: based off of the discussion with the storyboard. Yes,
1: yes. Okay. And he, uh, and then he, from there, he then started saying, oh, "Okay, we should use this so, lens there. We should use a gimbal there. We should be handheld here because of this." And then it was just back and forth from him. When, we sto- yeah, right. when we were
0: discussing the shot list. Yeah,
1: when we were discussing the shot list. Yeah because then it's different in music video though. because you've got to be very you've got to time it up with the music right, and things right. but I think in terms for short films as well though it's like this point I want the audience to feel this yeah. maybe we should be like this oh no I think we should use a gimbal not a handheld there this is why I think we should do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think you should be open to that collaboration yeah. but come with your own ideas first yeah. if that makes sense
0: yeah interesting yeah. But like think,
1: so on the last drop, sorry. No, 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 please, please. Um, but on the last drop, so the, there's a handheld bit where we track you up and down the pub. That uh, I put in very last minute. Yeah. Okay. Because of a chat
0: with Benji. <laughs> that was a good move from Benji. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, fair enough. That makes perfect sense. I mean, I, th- I think it would be a good point to talk about yeah our own processes and. In our own short films, and if there is anything we wish we changed or not. So I know you touched on that with the music video, but perhaps we look at narrative shorts now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, should I go first? Yeah, go first. Uh, so, so yeah, with the next one, I so it, I I guess I had two DPs on it so, because the first one didn't work out because of COVID. But yeah, so I I met up with him. We had a discussion about it, how I saw it. And then I went away and I very rigidly storyboarded it. And like to a uh, fault. I like spent ages doing these storyboards and like making them drawing, look really pretty you know, <laughs> you know, all and all that stuff. And I knew exactly where it was gonna cut together. And like, you know, I, I probably spent too much time on it because I was so, trying to be so clinical and precise. And I felt like we just didn't have enough time. Mm. Uh, Cause we, you know, shooting over two days, One location, which isn't, which is pretty reasonable actually, and we didn't have much dialogue. There was a lot of weather issues. Yeah, I mean, thank God we gave each, you know, us that much time, but it felt like we didn't have much time at all. Mm. And uh, so yeah, I was very very rigid with it, and then went over the storyboard, and then I went over that storyboard with the assistant director and the producer, and the cinematographer. But and by that point, when I'd done the storyboard, there was that was basically it. There was no. There wasn't really any collaboration. And I kind of had a good idea of what I wanted the lenses to be as well. Mm-hmm. So I would say the collaboration with the cinematographer was pretty limited. I Was, I was that probably it. because he was brought on quite late though? Yeah, true. And But the other guy, I didn't really get that much involved with it. He had a very good important say in what the location was. Hmm. But in terms of the shot listing, oh, maybe not. Would you have liked more back and forth then? I think so. Would you have liked more back and forth on the look look or on the shots? Maybe on the look and also what we were trying to say. Like, you know, like, I I quite like if somebody is constantly reminding me, what does this mean? What the story, Mm, story. because that's what I have to do, I feel like, with everybody else. But if somebody's on yeah. that exact same page with me, then it makes it a little easier. I think, yeah, one hundred
1: percent. That's what I think I lacked with uh, my last, the last year, my my short
0: film. Because I worry, like, you know, I really don't like it when a direct, when a DOP says, "I think that'll look really cool," mm. or that's that that would be a really cool shot. Then I, just my alarm bell start going, yeah, because it's like, well, it's, it's I think you start realizing when you edit it together, it's not just about putting cool shots yeah. together, is yeah. it? It's about what does it mean? Yeah, I mean, like you know, Hansel, who we both know, it's like, he edited my first short film, Says so like, what's the motivation behind that shot? Yeah. And I always hear him say that. <laughs> <laughs> Every, Every shot. shot why are you using that shot? Why yeah. are you cutting away? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think the, I think the DP needs to be on that. Like, yeah. what's, what emotions are you trying to evoke with this shot? Yeah. So don't and just with this technology. lighting and, you know, what is it? You know? Yeah, yeah you don't want someone who's just got you know, who can just use a camera. Like, I know we've said that before. They need to be able to light things. And they need to just be able to... It needs to look yeah, like you want it to look. And they need to be able to get that look for you. Mm. But behind it all, there needs to be the yeah. emotional,
0: you know, the resonant... Like, what what is the emotion you're trying to make? Yeah. And he did feel... Yeah, and to be fair, Petros did come up with things. Like, you know, in the run-up, even though he's brought on quite late. And those... The things were good like that we we brought Mm. in so he had ideas but yeah we didn't really have that opportunity to fully discuss story and then also really I didn't I didn't push it perhaps enough as I should have done with the previous guy so yeah I think the lessons I learned sorry yeah yeah so the lessons I learned was trying to be more collaborative and and be more on it with story intention and character with the DOP I think did you show him references to how you wanted it to look yeah I did. And I think that's kind of a bit dangerous, actually. I mean, mm. I don't know what you think, but I remember like I showed him all these pictures, and then I was like, "Well, I suppose they are important because they're all you—you know—they're a good way of making sure are on the same page." But when you get there, the pictures look nothing like what you what you showed. <laughs> yeah. Do you find that? Yeah, like... a bit.
1: But but I think for me, it was quite important clarifying in my head how I wanted it to look. And I went through hours. I went through on them. shot deck and things yeah. like that, finding references, stills from pubs and movies that I liked the lighting of. Right. And then I chatted with the cinematographer about the lighting. How about the lighting, what what kind of look we wanted? Like, how did we want it to look? And yeah. we chatted for ages about it. and Then he would come back with different references not totally different references just be like oh okay from what we chatted about and what you showed me I found this and it was something that I had no idea existed i was like yeah that's really cool I like that Um, I thought that was quite important because then on the day he had a lighting plan based on what we talked about that's fair enough right and then we also looked at scenes from we watched this one scene about 20 times and how it was shot uh, and then that got into the film, like mm-hmm. certain camera moves and um, the look of it. Yeah, got that made it into the film, um, and so I thought for me that was quite important. Yeah, but then and you don't I want totally to be stuck to. That. You
0: don't want to be stuck to that. Yeah, I Lose felt pictures maybe I felt like for me with the style of what I was going for, I was like you know trying to do a, whole, a slightly Andrea Arnold thing, where yeah. it was off the cuff, handheld, outside open to the... exposed to the elements, really, just natural light. And that's kind of what we could really afford at that point anyway, but, like, just with a bounce. And for those things, I didn't feel like the... the, the references were that helpful because there were these lovely shots in golden light, the sun coming up. Yeah, and from, yeah. Well, I'm, I just didn't have the ability to get those. But it's of, good to have something to aim for, yeah. though. Right? Yeah, yeah, true. So, yeah, from that perspective, and we knew what kind of film we were going to make because the references were the kind of films I wanted to make. You know sense? I mean? Yeah. So I had, yeah. like, images where... I was like, okay, well, this is a visceral kind of thing I'm looking for. From the actors, too. You know. And did you... Um,
1: I guess the question then would be, do you make sure you know those references or have looked up those references before you meet the DP?
0: Well... Or before you even approach them? I suppose, you know, thinking about... you, Like we say, I think you probably should, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah It would make sense Wouldn't it And And would you have Should you have a shot list Ready before you I would say probably not Yeah Before that first meeting Like Yeah You you probably want to just Have that discussion Come up with a shot list Also what I was going to ask you is So, So References Discussion And then come up with a shot list After you've met the DP References Just general kind of Visual concept Hmm um some, some ideas for specific shots, meet the D P, then uh, then go away, come up with a storyboard, have another discussion about it, do a shot list. Then I would go through the shot list with the A D and the produce and the D P, then and the producer probably, then we go for the shoot. I've got another question then for you that's, that's my process though I think that's probably you know, yeah no no it's obviously bit, not yeah, none of this is a blueprint yeah that's, but I've got
1: yeah. a question for you then because um, so this is a uh, an issue that you and I had or mine yeah um, is so I'd gone through I'd made the shot list with my DP and you'd know I did so Jan was the the main actor in my film first on the cult sheet um, and I had a very rigid shot list yeah um, that I knew inside out. The the cinematographer knew inside out. The ad kind of knew inside out. Um, <laughs> then I hadn't I hadn't taken into consideration the blocking with right. you yeah, in yeah, rehearsals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was one shot where we wanted to pan the camera and we needed to be in a different area of the pub. Yeah. And then we had a tete a tete. Yeah. About whether your character would actually go there. Yeah. And why am I actually going there? And I realised I'd made the shot list decision. Yeah. Based, and I hadn't based it, I think I based it on like, I needed needed to be there because I need the table to shake and the the pint to shake. That was my only reason. Uh, And then we had to come up with a reason, right, for your character to go there. So it's really complicated in terms of, Who do you take into yeah. consideration with your you, shot list? We haven't even
0: thought about the actors and no. like how, how when you rehearse with them, like, how that Because then should
1: you block with the actors with the cinematographer there and then yeah. it's like, then that's an on-the-day thing and you're like, okay, I know what we said in the shot list, but we need to do this. Yeah. But then I was listening to Bridley Scott and he was, he said, I've got a very specific shot list. A lot of the times, I'll let the actors, you know, they'll tell me this, this isn't going to work for, for, for what their characters are doing. And then I let them do what they wanted to do, and we decided it was rubbish, and then we go back to my shot list. <laughs> and then I was talking to someone else who, a who, uh, cinematographer, who said, You shouldn't consult the actors on your shot list, you should just sell them, We're doing a master now, yeah. now we're going into close ups.
0: I guess maybe you don't need to consult on the shot list, but don't you think that they should have to say in the blocking of the scene? Because that, yes. yes. Yeah, so I mean, that, I suppose, my point But then point that was, dictates the shot, surely. Yeah, so but my point is then they don't need to have a say on the shot list but they should have a say on the blocking. Oh, I, I, not should by any means but I think it's helpful if they can have a say because if you've got an actor who's just going through the motions it's very different from if they're they're kind of doing it from something spontaneous. Yeah. So like in the rehearsals for example with Manny and Charlotte I tried to and I wish I did this Manny minute. and Charlotte were the actors Yeah, sorry. For the, but like watch where they were going and then think, okay, well. Yeah, yeah so I was going to ask you is yeah. that
1: did you so you came up with your shot list after rehearsing with the actors and then suppose, took back
0: to the DP? I suppose so, yeah. I mean, okay. I came up with a kind of, yeah, uh, yes. It's so it's so difficult to know like because it's all about the like, order, hazard, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it
1: kind of touching an that order, I think. Yeah. Because but my question then is okay, so yes, the actor I think should have a say in the blocking of the scene. Mm. But then if you've got your shot list, so mine was Camera pans, high angle pans to this area of the pub, yeah. but we never blocked that out. Yeah, and if you're having a and we're having a thing I'm like this doesn't work, the blocking doesn't work like that. You then have to just change the shot, right, on the day if it's just really not working or if it looks fake.
0: Yeah, or I suppose, I mean, you. But then it's the director at the end of the day. Yeah, is, or you yeah. could have. I mean, you could have thought. I mean, you had a million things to think about, but that shot, like, what's the intention of a character going over there? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe that was just the little gap in it. Because I can imagine, like, yeah, that would be my thinking on it. Because the table yeah. was in a slightly awkward place. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, because like, your issue was, like, I wouldn't go over there, right? Yeah, why would I take the beer over to the table? yeah. Like, yeah. And then we had to
1: work that out. Like, why yeah. would you do that? Because mm. I remember Benji... Because I got him on as well. It was like we need to get Yian over to that fucking table. Yeah. <laughs> and Benji was like, "Yeah, so, you know, like it's because the light's really nice yeah. there, and it's going to be a really nice shot." And I was like, "No, it's not. That's yeah, not, what, that's like, not what, do what I was saying." I was like, "Yeah, but it, you know, <laughs> I don't care if the light's yeah, nice." Yeah.
0: So yeah, I probably would be a little bit of a diva, but I felt like that was good though. You know, yeah, it just it just clanged, and if it clanged for me, then it would clang in the
1: yeah on, on the screen. I mean, I think
0: the best best
1: actors were way off topic now. Well, not really, I guess, yeah. but but it's the best act. They're, they're really detailed about exactly what's going on. Why? Why am I moving? Over yeah. There. So it's a really. I find that really fascinating because I was. That's why I was. I was asking my uh, tutor. I was like, "What? Why? Like, what, which? What's the order here? Like, I know it's obviously you. You. There's no blueprint yeah. at all, but it's. Yeah, intriguing it's... because yeah, isn't it? if you're blocking and you've already got a shot list and the blocking's different to the shot
0: list yeah yeah. yeah 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 it is interesting isn't it I mean I suppose because the cinematographer oh. and you
1: are going off of yes the emotion of the scene or anything uh, and and everything but maybe you're not going off of the motivation of the character and how they would move how they would move and how they would which shots well, not which shots he would need but how the character would move to evoke that emotion
0: yes and that dictates the
1: shots yes So or it's being to be
0: considered then maybe it's not maybe it's not exactly the same it's like you need to consider not only how you want the audience to feel and how the lighting and where this, the scenario is but where what the where the character's going and what the character's feeling and where's mm. you know so there's just so many different things to think about and decisions to be made but it, okay so in terms of the relationship on set like how you interacted on the day yeah is there anything that you thought worked or that maybe you could have yeah there? I thought
1: mostly it worked I thought um, worked really well he was always asking me like is this the composition you like this is shot 9A or whatever this is the composition we talked about how about we do it like this and i would be like oh, maybe not can we leave it like that so that was working really really well then there were a few sticking points i definitely say with um, the amount of takes so Uh, sometimes I'd just be I'd be happy Um, and I saw it in the monitor I was like "Yep, I think that was good to me and he was like no I wobbled on the camera or something Uh, and I think that was him not wanting to look bad in terms of like his camera movements and things Um, and that frustrated me a few times and then I was probably not strong enough going back to him and saying no we're moving on Right. Um, and then there was another time, there was, yeah, it was, was, probably me. There was, there was <laughs> so, Yian and Benji, yeah. and it was take three, and I liked take three, and there was a pullback, and I was like, okay, that's good. But it wobbled a little bit, but I was like, that, I kind of like that. That's, that's good. And then we watched it back, and, and it was like, oh, we should do, let's just do one more, let's do one more. I was like, it's fine, we we need and to we move on. Nine. And we did like three fucking <laughs> more takes, and I no. used take three. Yeah. Um, but then, like, a lot of the time on the edit, in the edit, I was looking back at some of the stuff, and the tape that I thought was good on the day mm. Uh, mm. wasn't, uh, wasn't I didn't use it, because it wasn't good, and the one Benji said was good, yeah, or, like, he didn't fuck the camera movement up was actually good, so, yeah. like, I guess he was looking out for me. Um, but there were some sticking points, definitely. So, um,
0: but also, yeah, I mean, from an outside perspective, it looks like you guys were quite... You know, cohesive. I guess, yeah.
1: But then we we had some discussions about lenses. Again, we discussed lenses in depth before about what why we're using this lens here and that lens there. And so there wasn't really much discussion. And he was always asking about putting filters on and things like that. How do you think this looks good? I'm liking this look. Oh, should we get a softer light here and things like that? So it was like very much like a yeah. You know, we were just talking to each other basically. How about you with Petros on on the day?
0: So on the day. What did we th- I think it worked pretty well. I mean, we we knew. Well, I think Petrus had a pretty good idea of like what I was looking for, and then I had marked all where we were, what lenses we were going to need and where And there was some discussion between us about which lenses.
1: I remember one discussion actually on the right? day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you remember? What happened?
1: Um, it was this oh, yeah. the dancing. Yeah, I
0: mean, the interesting thing with that was that we were using a camera and lenses that we were renting and he hadn't used before. Uh-huh. So there was some, a little bit of like, you know, kind of, yeah, a little bit was new for Petros. But yeah, there was a scene where it was like, what were we, it was like
1: a... Dance scene, right?
0: We, yeah, it was like, a, he wanted to use a 28 or... He ended up using a 60 something. does it 60 yeah. or forty-five. 40, well, like, Did you use a 50mm at the end? I like, think it was a 60 because the anamorphic lenses are like... They're longer, okay. and they, yeah, yeah. They, they're, it's like a weird thing where I, I'm, the technical element I'm going to get wrong. <laughs> Explain lenses to us yeah, yeah But in terms of the, the lens focal length, anyway. Right. But um, but they look more. They look like fifty, essentially. If that makes sense. Okay. But yeah, he wanted to use a short focal length lens for this scene, and he was using it handheld. But I didn't want him to use that because I felt like it distanced us from them mm-hmm. um, because it with a short focal length. It was just just felt completely different than if we had a longer thing at the point, and it was like a dance scene where it needed to be visceral. trying to do it all in one take.
1: So he was standing a bit further away from them, but it was a fifty mil lens, so you get it felt more intimate, basically.
0: You know, I, yeah, it was like, yeah. So I think okay, let's say well, I can't remember the exact the name the the focal length of the lenses, but he wanted to initially use a twenty eight because it was smaller, and it gave him a little bit more leeway because there's more in the frame. So it was easier for him to move around and see everything. And I felt like we needed a longer focal length because we just need to be closer to the characters. Yeah, yeah. And it just felt wrong. like it just. And then, there was, you know, if we got close, there, almost they would be slightly distorted. You know, that's how it Yeah, I, yeah, pretty. yeah. If you're in a wide yeah. lens and you get yeah. close to So I was mm-hmm. like, we need to go longer. And remember, that was a bit of an argument. On the yeah, deck. I remember that too. Yeah, you, I won, know, I you won though. I did win. And, you know, it was tough for him because it fucking was a heavy lens. It was huge. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I felt quite bad about yeah. standing my ground. And it was all in one shot. You wanted yeah, it as well. Yeah, so it was really Very tricky. demanding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was one example. And there was a, a few bits where we had to do a few takes because... It was just wasn't quite what I wanted. I had a very specific idea of what I wanted to my, sh- to my, to a fault because there were times where I was like, oh, if I hadn't been so rigid, we would have got a better shot there because mm-hmm. I could have just said, do that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we worked pretty well in the day. Maybe I could have been a little bit less rigid overall but I think... No, actually, I, actually no. Did I you don't, have I don't problems with... I um, think I'm glad I stick to my guns overall. Yeah, I think it, yeah. you did stick, stick to your guns
1: really well from what I saw. Um, but, uh, did Did you find that you had problems getting what you wanted at certain times then? And how, how would you advise people to get over that? Hmm. On a short... they're like, second short film or first short film or something, how would they, you know, if they're having problems getting the shot that they won because they're getting you know the, the DP's not liking you know, the actor you know or whatever yeah. they're getting resistance
0: uh, I I just you know and I don't know if this is right or wrong I think this is probably wrong but I just didn't I just said we're going to keep I just basically didn't want to go on until we got the shot that I wanted yeah <laughs> so it's like but I don't know I don't know if that's right I think that, that's good I think you need to be like that yeah I mean like there was a point where I remember I don't know if you remember but it's a really it's a really long take but it's like a car you know it's, it's film is te- set with two hitchhikers car comes in the camera goes back and forth and back and forth and we did uh, like seven lots, takes lots and then takes. like Waki and the producer came over and said is this the se- <laughs> is this the seventh take and he was like yeah, we need to move on I was like no, because it's not. You know, you're going to regret it in the edit. Yeah, you'll be kicking yourself. I was glad we did the seven takes. So, yeah. I don't want to give Petros a hard time, because I think he did a really good job. Uh, and uh, yeah, like what he did as well. We, you know, we go to the location together. We did lots of tests with like an anamorphic lens that he made out of, he made with his, his own black magic. And maybe what I wish I'd have done is made us really practice the shot that I knew would be difficult on the day which mm-hmm. was that car one because we didn't get it quite right um, until like the seventh take and then that was a little bit of camera stuff so perhaps on me we could have practiced that a few times and then similar with like I don't know if you remember like cut scene like you know these are, this is too specific for our, for our listeners <laughs> but you know like little things that were a little bit too quite complicated that maybe uh, what I could have done is be more specific prior
1: yeah. Yeah. So. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's all about
1: preparation. Yeah. I think there's a quote from Hitchcock about like, um, yeah. well, in in terms of pre-production, it's like, well, now we've made the film, we just need to go and shoot it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. True. I mean, you were mentioning um, Deacon's podcast. Yes. Uh, so there was something. Uh,
1: well, I I'd, I'd just say to anyone listening to seek that podcast out. It's fabulous. It's an amazing podcast, and it's just it's. Just, there's just so much information there mm-hmm. uh, But there was a really good episode with uh, Dick Pope And Mike Lee And Dick Pope is Mike Lee's cinematographer If you don't know Mike Lee, he's a director um, So check that episode out Because they talk about their collaboration together um, cool. So I think, yeah, definitely seek that out
0: Yeah, I thought we'd, um, we'd end with The master himself, Roger Deakins <laughs> uh, And he is quoted as saying It's a very short one this week But I think it's short and sweet I think it's good there's nothing worse than an ostentatious shot, and I think that's pretty pretty accurate. That's
1: very accurate. He is, he is story king. Yeah, he, is he story king. Class. I think Denny Denny said there's no no one has taught him more about story than Roger. Deacon. No way. Yeah.
0: Well, there you go. Like you just want an artist. Yeah. You don't want a technician.
1: And I also I know that he said Roger Deakins said that he doesn't. Someone asked him what his cinematography style was, and he said, "I don't have a style." I just served the film. Yeah. So there you go! Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, thank you
0: for listening. Right. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers, well. Thank
1: you very much, Ian Bye! Yeah. <laughs>